0: all right begin the show we got to dedicate so joe what would you like to dedicate this episode to
1: well a good boy would dedicate it to his mother and that's what i'll do (laughs) the visual artist she is and an appreciation for art so yeah i
0: heard she's kind of the artistic just like i am
1: yeah yeah visual arts Mm -hmm. gotta love it i gotta
0: like like moms especially artistic moms so oh yeah yeah Yeah, it's important. important All right, we're back at the St. Paul Filmcast. Uh, Before we get to Joe, I want to let you know I'm on YouTube, Kyle, Nick on Film, where we talk about uh, one film a week. We're going to bump that up in the spring. We just recorded a bunch, we banked them a bunch of episodes of Brian De Palma films. So we did about, I think about eight or seven Brian De Palma films. And then in the summer, we're going to get into 1991. It's been 30 years, a lot of films from 1991. So um, Uh check it out, the link. for not counting that kind of film check out the patreon so you could help select what kind of films from 1991 you want to talk about um i'm with me today is joe facente
1: yeah hi joe joe Hi, Nick. How are you?
0: We, it we took a long time to get started because we were ta- already talking about movies before we got yeah, we, on. <laughs> we were. We um, were in like movies. Before we get, have you been watching that Stanley Tucci and on CC? No, S- my mom
1: asked me the same question no last kidding? night. Yeah. And I it was like, uh, no. But she's like, it's really good. And I'm
0: like, <laughs> yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah, you should.
1: I should. And it's a wonderful, not
0: talk, just talk about food, but the origins of why they make certain kind of foods in locations. Yeah. And it's about really about the history of, any, I think any culture, you have to talk about the food to learn, learn their history. Yeah. But it's
1: not uh, Anthony Bourdain, or rest in peace, like where he just goes anywhere. It's all in Italy, right?
0: It's all in Italy. It's concentrated in Italy, but it's like a lot of it's like, where did you come up with this? And, you know, I think you know a lot of Italians when they make yeah. things like the... They, they subtract one ingredient to the recipe because they want to keep it to themselves right so it's almost like stanley chuchu trying to how did you make this and they try to really really learn the secrets to making all this stuff because
1: that's dangerous ground for him to go on (laughs) i just know the noodle came from china i know that the noodle yeah the noodle right i believe it was a rice noodle in china and then oh they (laughs) (laughs) then
0: they made it into egg noodle that's the whole. I think it was from Marco Polo. The idea that he brought noodles. That's the mytho- mythology that he yeah, brought. Yeah, it's the, probably mythology. It's a, yeah. That's so. what
1: I. That's what we. I, I believe, but I don't know. All right. I don't know where pizza came from though.
0: Do you? No, I think it. The history of pizza would be a fascinating thing because that's that's a poor man's thing. That's so. a rich, That's a poor man's get
1: everything. You yeah, know, you know, pizza didn't come to the to Minnesota until like the 1950s. Really. Yeah. What? Pizza. Yeah, and it was Totino's, I think. There's a oh. debate on who brought pizza to Minnesota.
0: Oh, Totino's is a very famous one, yeah.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, you know, the the frozen one and then they have the school is ba- is um right, based the, off that family, Totino Grace. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so, but I love pizza. There's a, when's the last time you had one? <laughs> uh, I had a Pizza Luce a couple weeks ago. Oh, which was good. Right. But, you know, they're, and remember, Angelo's down the road here. Is it right. still there? still there.
0: It's in a different location, but it's still here. Oh, that's Because it used to be by the high school. Now they moved. Oh, they moved.
1: Yeah. I don't remember their pizza. I, imagine, I think it was good.
0: Though. They still have a great all-you-can-eat spaghetti, which is yeah. a lie because you have one plate of the spaghetti. There's darn well, no, and you're not going to have the second plate yeah. of spaghetti. It's yeah. a big bowl. Yeah, that's what I love about. I'm not Italian, but that's what I love Italians. No, you're not. Palates you, you it, not <laughs> Italian. You want it? You want a large, and they're like, you're gonna die if you have any. Anytime you have a large something in Italian yeah. food, it's like, God damn! Yeah. Right.
1: Otherwise, it'd be a disgrace to their yeah. name. If they don't <laughs> right. give <you> enough. To- <laughs> I did have one
0: friend I won't name, but her her she's she's Italian, and her grandmother really thought it was.
1: Yeah I, looked, look, I, look, yeah, I
0: look, and it's like, she goes, you're Italian. I go, no, I'm not. I'm not. And she didn't believe me. <laughs> you <laughs> and, felt bad? You weren't. Yeah, but she was that typical old-fashioned grandma that just stayed in the kitchen, that she had the apron on all day. Yeah. And she was, was she a, from South St. Paul? No, not originally. No. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was. But this, per, this friend you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if I know her. So, yeah. I Everybody thinks I'm Italian. I'm not. Sorry. I just A have... A Chuck is not Italian. No, that's, that's it's supposed to be Ukrainian. Is it Ukrainian? Yeah, anything with Chuck at the end is Ukrainian. Really? Yeah. S- like ski with Poland. Anything with ski yeah. at the end is Polish. Or, what other Chuck names are there? Uh, well, I can tell my the famous uh, hockey player, Keith Kachuk.
1: Keith Kachuk.
0: Um, there's another hockey player, Dale Howard
1: Chuck. So there are Howard. Chucks around. <laughs> they all play hockey. <laughs> yeah, 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 that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But it, this this town, South St. Paul. Wait, so we got Croatian Hall and Serbian Hall and Serbian Hall, which so we all yeah. all. yeah, I've been there. Eastern. <laughs> so, but wasn't, isn't there like Czechoslovakian? All What's Eastern le- European
0: kind of that middle block of Europe came here in Salt St. Paul. There was a huge like Serbian, Croatia, and Slavs, and
1: to, Slavs, Slavs. to work the stockyards,
0: to work the stockyards and the meatpacking plant. Yeah, what so,
1: year was that? Uh, probably the
0: turn of the century, 20s and 30s. So, a lot of like when industry started, this was part of oh, this. Yeah. Is a, everybody gets a misnomer that this is a suburb, this is actually an industry suburban town. Yeah, when. Blue collar industry one. The not only did it have stockyards, but it had two competing meatpacking plants. Yeah, and a lot of people just got off the farm and came here to work. Right, where I have hourly really wage, and I think my grandparents met at this at, at a meatpacking plant. Really, and that's where uh, my great grandmother she got paid not by the hour, but how much meat that you produced. Really before all the unions and stuff I have to have no mess around but that's that's tough being paid by what you make rather than the hourly and then you have to I think she chopped meat off heads on yeah. the assembly line
1: sure yeah. i wouldn't want to get her mad <laughs> no 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 but you grew up here too right well yeah i grew up on the west side but uh i was the first open enrollment student for what is this district 197 no it's like a lower number, like eight school district, oh, yeah. eight or nine. It's one of the oldest ones. So yeah, yeah it was like ninety two. Well, we're not gonna go into dates. No, <laughs> it's like ninety. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, ninety. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, two thousand nine, D nine ish. I don't know, yeah. but yeah, one of the first. I love, I love this part of town. It is weird though because I know people who aren't familiar, but they come here for their kids' hockey or something, and they're like, "That's a." feels like you're up north but it's right outside the cities and i'm like yeah that's a pretty that's a pretty accurate assessment but i mean so yeah. it's always been a tight-knit community you know so,
0: so uh, before we get begin i will let you know that i actually directed my first film last year
1: you did which, what was it called uh, right <laughs> <laughs> It's
0: called Cycle, and we're giving a little joke because Joe was actually the lead actor in in, yeah. in the film. So I was, um, and this is the funny is that we actually went to the same school, and we didn't really meet really meet or really no. we probably passed each other in the hallway. Yeah. But uh, yeah.
1: we knew some of the same people.
0: But I the funny thing is the what originally caught me was I actually saw one of your films on the Scream It Off screen. Oh content. yeah, which one? uh skipping rocks
1: oh yeah uh uh what stone cold
0: skipping stone cold skipping so i want to just uh, scream it off screen is a minneapolis film competition where you just submit a film it doesn't have to have any content or anything and no. people if it's the first what the first two minutes if they Three don't minutes. like it they'll scream it off the screen yeah. but after two minutes if they like it they will applaud and continue to run yeah. and i think you guys made
1: it the, the, the skipping rocks one made it pretty far We didn't get booed off, right? Yeah, that's the good thing. That's good. You didn't get booed off. That is a goal. But you know, here's the deal. I've been booed off on screaming off screen in one movie, and I think I don't think you've really lived until you've been booed off screaming (laughs) off screen because it's an interesting moment. But uh, here's the thing on that show. That's was it called Stone or no Stone Cold? Skipping is the movie, but uh, screaming off screen, anything goes. And you see stop motion movies, you know, you'll see really abstract animation or like, and it's like, it's kind of fun to see where this sometimes like I literally, I think one that won was somebody golfing and hitting apples. That was, that was there. I was there. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. It was just the, I, I couldn't believe how hilarious people were gut busting, ready to fall over laughing at. Literally hitting uh, oh, golf, apples. Ball. Like, so golf like,
0: balls. So like, yeah, because they would just set up the camera on the ground. Yeah, put the golf ball. It. Put the not the golf ball, but
1: the apple on the tee, and they just it yeah. just went. juices just went everywhere. Yeah. I think the U of M <laughs> should do a research study on why that was funny because it, I really. I, 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 I don't know i thought it was funny i don't know why it's funny but, but like the last one he put the apple you
0: don't know who it is because he just put the apple down but then he like squeezed it and it was a rotten one so all the rotten juice and everybody's like ew but we're like hit it hit it and then he did and like yeah yeah
1: push the limits <laughs> yes yeah it,
0: but I, I got the same funny out of the skipping rocks because then your character is actually very competitive on rock skipping for yes. Stone Cold Rock,
1: yeah, yeah, those guys—they uh, they write some funny stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was a fun to make. Can you still skip rocks now? Uh I've 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 retired. I don't skip <laughs> rocks anymore. Because you did really good on the film. Yeah, yeah, I did do really good. Because it was the like film. believable that you were like the champion. Well, it was. I actually did it. I was yes. the champion. Yes. But now Rick O'Shea is the champion. So he took <laughs> he took over for me in the Duluth Superior area. But, uh, yeah, that was a fun movie. Whenever you get to wear a wig, you know your chances of winning might go up slightly. Right. Especially for comedy, if you wear a wig yeah, and people yeah, laugh. Yes. Right, like, yeah. wigs are a big thing in Minnesota. We have an yeah. interesting sense of humor in this state. Yeah. And humor always plays. But... You don't see humor win at the Oscars.
0: No, I, I I'm talking about Minnesota humor because you were in, with the movie that I directed, Cycle. Yeah. You were with Leia, Ka- uh-huh. Leia Cashless, and she's from Switzerland. She's not from Minnesota. No, she's not. And she read the script and she goes, "I had to actually watch Fargo to understand your culture." <laughs> yeah. Well, everybody should watch Fargo. I <laughs> she don't goes, know yeah, that. Yeah, that's a that's comedy. Our she goes, "That's a comedy for you guys." Yeah. Yeah, that's a comedy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's just like. Ju- was Juno Di- Diablo Cody right? Yeah, that's Minnesota humor. Yeah, right. Juno, and so yeah, the quirky kind of like, you know, was Michael Sarah in Juno? No. Yes, he was. He was. Yeah, that
0: guy built his entire career I'm acting quirky. like he went into the wrong door and it was yeah. an audition for a film, and then yeah. he got the part, and he's like, "Really, I didn't
1: know." <laughs> yeah, he does, He still does it. Yeah, yeah, he's he's pretty fun to watch. But
0: uh, that's why I like Juno. That's very Minnesotan. Yes, that's very very yeah. Minnesotan about. So right.
1: Di- yeah, Diablo Cody wrote that. What's another interesting? Uh, well, the Cohen brothers—they're all about yeah. weird. Um, I love them. Weird uh, comedies. Quirky yeah, they've got
0: their own little style.
1: Yeah, yeah. old yeah. brother, We're out thou? And um, what was it? It's Hail Caesar, Hail Caesar. The big. Well, p-
0: people forget that after Fargo and this big thing, like, what are you gonna do next? And yeah. they're just like, we don't have a we have a story that doesn't go anywhere. And that was the Big Lebowski, which is probably yeah. a better film. They
1: got like ten films like that. Right, yeah, they just go off. The old old Fink, uh, based off- Barton uh, Fink? Yeah. Yeah. They're waiting for our Tarturo to age to do that film. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and then they- So you saw Tarturo did- um, What was the guy's name in Big Lebowski that he did? Was it Jesus? Jesus, yeah. 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 He's got his own movie now, on Jesus. That was- I mean,
0: that was just perfect scene stealing right there for Tarturo. Yeah, because he said
1: he was very comfortable with working with them because they- uh, They don't, they, he was like, Well, I want to try some things. And they're like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since they knew him. And then he knew they had extra time that day. So he just started looking around to play that stuff, you know? She was a great character for that movie.
0: If you didn't know, uh, the Coen Brothers actually started just being on a crew for Sam Raimi films. Who's so Sam Raimi, like Evil Dead,
1: or, or oh really,
0: like Army Darkness. In fact, if you horror watch films, yeah, so a lot of the camera work that Sam Raimi puts in his films, like the super zoom in on faces, long yeah. tracks, and that horror. They put, you know, the Corn brothers kind of put that in their own movies. You sure.
1: Know. Steal the, like an artist. Right. <laughs> you know, the whole
0: camera going into the, from the highway going up and through the window, like in Raising Arizona and steal the kids. Oh, and then you got the close up funny. It's a great movie. But that's like the, I think the Corn brothers understand like oh, there's really, there's a gray area between horror and yeah. comedy and yeah. you could use the same techniques.
1: Why would Totoro even need to worry about what he was going to do? Because when you think about it, they did "Raising Arizona" with Nicolas Cage, who is known for just doing off, off stuff, right? right? Just let him go. Just let him go. Yeah, him and go. like, which is great because he kind of really owns that. Uh, like uh, what was the mystic, uh, was it mystic pizza or was it a different? No, he wasn't. That's uh Julia. you getting pizza Moonstruck. on your mind. <laughs> so got pizza. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Moonstruck. Yeah. And then uh, what's some other off the wall stuff he's done, but he just like what he, I was vampire kiss is probably where yeah. it started. Yeah. yeah. Uh, leaving Las Vegas. That's where he got his accolades. Yeah.
0: That, that's, yeah. that was hard. I mean, it wasn't that with Elizabeth Shue, but he yeah. to actually glorify that you want to drink yourself to death. Yeah. Mitchell. Like when
1: he hits his head on the pool, I'm <laughs> just like, oh my god! Like that was just a car crash. Watching that, but oh, that was a
0: great. I mean, because it's he, a good movie. Man. I love. I'm just thinking about Raising Arizona, Nicolas Cage, when the bad guys is just punching him, punching him, and then he, the bad guys, what you got? And he just spits his broken teeth out. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's 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 gonna do what he wants and. Yeah. You're either going to deal with it or not. I and think
0: the one of the, like, a lot of, his, I mean, a massive amount of movies, I think he had, but I think he was really good at Matchstick Men. Oh, he I haven't hit, seen that one. Matchstick Men with uh, Ridley Scott, okay. which they play con artists. Him and Sam Rockwell play con artists. Oh, but, I love Sam Rockwell. But Nicolas Cage characters kind of has OCD, uh-huh. and he's a phobe. So even though he's a con artist, he has constant cleanings, and he's, his mind is racing all the time, yeah. and he has little... Manners, like he can't swear at him. He doesn't like curse words. Yeah. Where Sam Rockwell just lights up the, con- he just eats up. He loves the whole juices of conning people. Oh yeah. Pretend to be yeah. insurance. I people. I think
1: I did see that one. Yeah. yeah I yeah, love Sam that. Rockwell is pretty awesome too. The thing, the so yeah, I mean, I was I've I was sold on Cage, and then he started it's in you know uh, Gone in sixty seconds, Con Air, and Face Off, which you know I enjoyed all those movies, but I. It was, they were a lot different than Moonstruck, Raising Arizona, and what was a kiss of a, kiss of a spider? Vampire kiss? Vampire kiss. Yeah. Vampire kiss. I think he was like, Peggy Sue got married. That was like one of those first ones. Um, Different, probably just more mainstream movies and, you know, probably some directorial and producing pressure that
0: kind of like. I think it's very enticing when people just start laying hundreds at your table saying you're going to make Con Air. And you no, I don't. Well, I'll keep laying hundreds at you too. You say yes, and that's yeah. very
1: appetizing because you yeah. do
0: It's not a lot of work, right? An action film no. where you can do like
1: Moonstruck, where you have to characters. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Uh, although Face Off was pretty damn. Who did that? Wu? Mm-hmm. Was it Wu? Yeah. Yeah, that was. That was awesome.
0: the cliche of. Yeah. If you want an action sequence, just put pigeons in there.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. There's that's good stuff. Who um he's doing different movies now though. John. Nicholas. Or Nick's Cage, yeah. Yeah. Right. I've well, watched I think, some of them. They're, they're
0: interesting. It would have been really fascinating if he was able to do the Superman movie. He was supposed to play Superman. And you and wanted Burton, to
1: see him as Superman?
0: What? Yes, it would have been off the wall. It would have just been Superman on acid, trippy, because Tim yeah. Burton was going to do it.
1: Oh, yeah, that would be a great mi- matchup. And Kevin there.
0: Smith wrote the screenplay. Oh. It would have been something that we would have never, ever seen before or ever will. And it, it well, there's a documentary called Superman Lives. Yeah, yeah. Where they try to, and they're just a year of production, and they just fell fell
1: apart. That'd be great. Although, you know, it depends. I'm just, I'm not, I'm more of a, let's Christopher Nolan, the Dark Knight Rises kind of, I like the real reality, like, yeah. situation of it all. Yeah. Um, To me, that's very, um, I was just never big on the. Large animation of Batman, you know, all a lot of we great actors. Car- kind of cartoony. Cardi- kind of cartoony. I get it for the time, the 80s and the 90s, but... Uh, Where you had to amplify all the needs. Yeah, all that. you know, but uh, I, d- I definitely like what Christopher Nolan did with... Um,
0: Said a, kind of a little bit of a reality.
1: Definitely a lot of reality.
0: Well, well you know, I don't know. You know, Christopher Nolan was a huge fan of Heat, the movie oh, Heat. the Heat? Yeah, you know? yeah, with uh, Robert De Niro Pacino. And now he pretty Kilmer. much made everybody and them watch Heat before they did The Dark Knight. He's like, we're going to pretty much do it. <laughs> he like... did that one, huh? <laughs> and could, if you watch, actually watch Heat, you can yeah. see, like, oh, yeah, this is very much where he a lot of the templates from Heat yeah. crossed into The Dark Knight. He was
1: a huge fan of that movie. Yeah, I can see that. Like, the whole... Uh the beginning scene where they were yeah, the big, bus driver and like, that's like the armored truck kind of deal going right. down and each guy's finishing the next guy off. And
0: I actually had to watch a few times beginning of heat to know what the hell is going on because they don't really tell you which yeah. Chris with what they're doing is they're robbing the armored truck of bear bonds. Yeah. And then what they're going to do is sell it at a reduced price. To the person who originally owed them. So if the bear they, bonds are they like they $20, you're right. We'll sell them back to you for five. Yeah. Which you're not really, well, everybody's making money. And then they double cross him at the movie theater. Yeah. And then that's when Robert De Niro gets pissed. Yeah. But just like how they start The Dark Knight with a bank yeah. robbing scene that has. Double s- crossing. our uh, uh, motives. That's why he probably put William uh, Fickner. Who's Fickner? William Fickner is the guy that in The Dark Knight that gets, the bank guy gets a shotgun blast in the stomach. That uh-huh. actually happens to him. In the heat movie Heat, Robert De Niro does that to him. The same, same guy, same guy. Oh, through the glass, he's actually watching hockey, and then Robert De Niro's like goes through the glass and shoots him in the gut, just like almost like they did in The Dark Knight. It's almost oh, like an really? homage
1: to Heat. Yeah. Oh my, that's crazy. I know. Yeah, I yeah. like Christopher Nolan. I mean, yeah. people have their opinions, but well, e- even
0: if it's like they have problems with Tenant, that that guy's still swinging a huge bat for movies. I haven't seen Tenant yet
1: that's still a huge ambitious inception is a crazy crazy uh crazy film to like that's the thing with even with like oh i can't talk about psycho uh <laughs> well, you just have to like that so yeah. so i'm thinking of ending things is like so you go on wikipedia and uh it says psych thriller about dementia and i'm mm-hmm. like so i'm watching the movie and i'm like i don't this is like I don't know, maybe, I guess, but I'm like, there is, this is just completely abstract. And it's like this vibration of something that happens. And then it kind of plays out Yeah. in the ne- in the near future, down the road, whatever. There's really, there doesn't have to be made sense of the situation. You just are long for the ride. But yep. if you, if you need to like absolutely have absolute answers, this isn't a movie. The this the thing uh, I'm thinking of ending things isn't probably a movie for someone, but if they're able just to open up and enjoy, like, so the acting was really good. You know, the acting's really good in that one, and um, the colorization and the directing, and you know, it was just uh, refreshing. You know, right. yeah. so Netflix, I'm thinking You're, it's up my alley. I love psychological thrillers. Oh, you do? Yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't, I mean, I guess. You, and that's the thing. Somebody could walk away and say that's a psychological thriller. Well, I really? never got Blair Witch Project. Never <laughs> understood it. But so half the country did. You right. Know?
0: Yeah. Well, that's the whole. That's the good ending. It had that kind ending. of the ending where you're like, "What?
1: Oh, the ending? Yeah." It's no, much fun. no. <laughs> For me, it was, I yeah. halfway th- through the movie, every time I would look at my girlfriend and say, "What? When, when's this gonna get scary? <laughs> like, <laughs> what is this? Like, what? She no. bless her heart, she didn't know either. But, know, I'll, but. I'll a couple of
0: recent movies that are really play on your mind and I really found fascinating is there was a movie come from England called The Ghoul. Okay. Where a detective investigates a murder of two people that actually got shot dead but they're still standing. Huh? And so they're like zomb- maybe like a like supernatural like zombie so he goes on this investigation. And another thing of a terminology of ghoul is people who gawk or just love standing by crime scenes and just watch. Uh-huh. So and then the police call them ghouls. They just stand there and like yeah. just with they their mouths open like, "Oh, this is fascinating." So the like the research of what is zombie, what's being dead in the head, you know, zombie. Yeah. So this whole, it plays on like a Morbius strip of what's the beginning, what's the end. So if you really want to check it out, I really like Ghoul. You're
1: going to have to send me a list, man. Yeah. there's a nice, Beast.
0: Ghoul, beast. um There's another one recently came out in, I think, 2019 called uh, Daniel Isn't Real. Daniel Isn't Real. Yeah, where a guy, where a boy has an imaginary friend who kind of is an enabler and okay. is able to... Contain him, box him up. But when he becomes maturity, his, his imaginary character comes out.
1: I feel like that would be a Pearl Jam song. <laughs> it should be. Right. Daniel, Daniel isn't real. real. Let's pitch it to Eddie Better. I, he, he's probably already written it and <laughs> mastered it by now. God, I'd love to see them in concert. I'm, I'm a little upset that
0: grunge album, grunge radio stations, especially in serious, think uh-huh. that '90s '90s music is all just Pearl Jam yeah it is it, it's, it's not I mean that was a big hit the album but there's more far more interesting things out there than just Pearl Jam
1: it's such a unique era grunge that it's it's really um, nostalgic but it will never be reproduced or or fully no I'm, it's not it's not an evolving style but it's there's so it's a, many good bands that came out of that yeah and yep. you know then, they, then you really get into the, the area of alt music and that term thrown around these days is if you're We're from the 90s loose. you're like what? Oh no, like all is like grunge soundgarden like you know and r e m and yeah, yeah like 311 and like s- sublime and you know but that grunge yeah. stuff was uh that was some pretty good stuff you know Did
0: you ever learn to play an instrument? No, Did I we, uh
1: do anything musical? I tried in 5th and 6th grade and I I or f- yeah was it 5th and 6th? Yeah, so I tried the saxophone the tenor and that just wasn't happening. So I, I was like, well, I'm gonna learn the drums because drummers are cool. Dang, right there. Yeah. yeah. And then the guy that I, I, uh, was next to in drumming class or music class, band class. Uh, he was so good. He's a, he's a drummer for a, a band that is under the label with rhyme sayers where atmosphere and stuff is. And, um, Ooh,
0: atmosphere. That's a good, that's a good band for. yeah.
1: So they have their own label, but he's yeah. got a band called Los Nativos. And, uh, he was just so damn good. I'm like, yeah, this guy's just this. like. <laughs> I just try to watch him and do what he was doing. And he's just kind of looking at me like, just get out of here. You know what I mean? And I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Plus, drumsticks were really cheap.
0: Well, it depends <laughs> on, yeah, because drumsticks are almost like picking out a hockey stick. Weighted, light. Oh, well, two now A'd, maybe. Yeah, two Bs, two A's. Because <laughs> um, I used to be a drummer in the band. Oh, yeah? Yes. So the music that you hear for the intros, that's uh-huh. me drumming in my band. Okay. So I learned how to drum. And drumming is settles your brain i think if you're if you really Uh, gotta yeah it's a
1: there's a lot going on there yeah foot pedals you know we have to do three things at once right yeah and you gotta be ahead of everybody else kind of kind of well you can never not
0: really you gotta you can't can't screw up everybody else can screw up yeah you can't screw up
1: you can't screw up because you're nobody you're you're the baseline yeah yeah (laughs) and if you do then they gotta catch up to you and then if you spiral you're Mm -hmm. you're in trouble so right
0: now nowadays that's to learn drums from um, as they started learning drums from 2003 and it takes about three years to really be fluent be comfortable with your style yeah picking out what you like i had a yamaha drum set i really like yamaha is great for live shows but it's horrible for recording oh really it just doesn't the resonance can really oh, for did. a live show be good but mm-hmm. you want to control that in a studio heck no i probably would get a yeah. pearl or something like that but yeah it's were you, gotta, you in band in south saint paul no i never did anything musically till really? after college
1: you're just playing hockey in, in in high school. I wasn't good at it, so Hopefully. you ne- you never made uh, varsity. No, I did for football. I you was more of a better football, football player. Well, than Well, it's hockey hard player. to make a hockey team in South St. Paul. Yeah, because that's that's what that's 18 kids. Is it? it? Was yeah. it Russ Welch back then? Yeah. Still? No, I think he I think had he was, left. I think after my year. Yeah, we I went think, to state. Yeah. Hockey was a very
0: concentrated. Yeah, that's everybody. Like, and for I actually i um, better football player I'm, I'm honest with
1: myself I was a better football player What, than po- what position did you play? Uh, clipboard? No <laughs> Clipboard? <laughs> you, your no, no. cousin no. is Joe Joe Palatichuk, right? Yeah
0: We're yeah. The same t- yeah. So yeah, he played too I was going to say yeah, that I played uh, defense I was in the backfield defense
1: And he was offense, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was running the football He was running the football? Yeah. I like defense though Defense is fun because you get to hit somebody. Well, if you get mad, just go out and just <laughs> take it out that, on you know, somebody. Take it out on somebody. Yeah. Right. There's yeah. a lot of pressure on offense. Defense, you just go out like a wild person and you just cram them. Play your lane and and hit them.
0: Yeah. So
1: I got. Yeah, I was a better football player. You weren't on the line though. No,
0: but I, when I used to ref football, I huh. actually used to be a high school football referee for 20 years. I would not want to do that. It's it's a lot of it's like being in a movie. It's like running a, f- a film crew because yes. you have five maybe at, at five guys refereeing. Yeah.
1: But you're sticking to your own jurisdiction. But no parents want to kill you on a movie. Not right, no parents are going to stand there and like, "No. Yeah, maybe I, I don't know if you work with child actors. I don't know. Maybe. I,
0: I had enough experience where I could navigate that calmly. Yeah. Where I could say, "Okay." Yeah. Cuz everything yeah. is your fault. Well, we just I just remind them, "You're an adult and this is kids."
1: I don't know if that goes that far these days. Maybe you got out before it's turned to the no, Trumpers. I've, I've, I've had oh boy, I went political where, here. Well, I had
0: situations where lower level kids where p- parents brought guns. What? Yep. We had to call the cops. If I if I why that, would they that, do that? Well, they just I don't just and I called the game. I said we're done and I left. I'm not gonna deal with that. Why would they bring a gun to a football? I don't know. Game? I don't know why. Adults ruin everything for kids. <laughs> That's true. So, yeah, did that's you ever true. do sports? Yeah, soccer.
1: Soccer. Yeah, I <laughs> okay. played for South Saint Paul. Yeah. Did you ever like what forward or no, you, you like defense? You like I, I had to play goalie because a lot of people didn't want to do it, and I was decent. I didn't have the best senior year here in South Saint Paul, but uh, nobody but,
0: really. That's the honest thing because I nobody really has a good senior year. No, ever, it's true. Nobody ever. I, I had a great time being a junior and sophomore right and i tell everybody your senior year is gonna be miserable because it's yeah it's reality it's yeah. done it's over yeah. Yeah. it's
1: true and they never tell you you're just like <laughs> you don't have the there's a certain level 90 percent of sports is mental but you have to have the other 10 percent of like exact physical physicality to be able oh, to yeah. do it I, right. to at least go to the next level and start training and it um if it's you not still, there it's you not there still like watching soccer I haven't watched it in a while i don't i've tried to like um disengage from devices at least lately and just focus okay. like when i get on facebook and i start looking around and that's entertaining but it becomes addictive so i've i've limited myself to like one movie a week because i was binging for a while and then uh i've been listening to some um audio like Brene brown the power of vulnerability Rene, and like Rene brown okay. yeah okay. so you know she's just like how everybody has um, we're vulnerable in certain ways, but when we reach our most vulnerable moments and are willing to be that way, which is really important for actors, um, we show a side of ourselves that you know normally we wouldn't. But yeah. most people will connect with it. So it's a process, right? Because and she admits a lot of her trials and errors. But uh, yeah, so I've been listening to that, and then I read a book called "The Zen in the Art of Archery," which is just basically like trying to learn something and and working at it. I like but, that. But being able to let go, you know, and and if we just are always in our head about, I mean, even when you're writing, you're doing your drawings, yeah. if you're like stuck on exact perfection, sometimes you just gotta like, let go. No, you know? and
0: I, I, I love that because you brought it up because there's there's been pages I've just recently done for the Mercury uh, Mercenary Kingdom, which we're the next time book I'm working on, but there was a page I just didn't like. Yeah. Just, I just hated it, and my my wife is like, "Well, fix it." No, nope, we're moving on. Yeah, you gotta move on. Moving on, on we're deal with it. I don't like it, but it's part of life. I'm not gonna sit and go redo it or whatever. Yeah. We're just gonna move on, and that I think that's far more beneficial. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of pages that I do that you really do. I showed you some pages I really do like, but it's only like three of them out of a 250 <laughs> yeah. book. So right there's a lot of like moving on and i always tell people learn something new every year commit yourself yeah. to learn something new every year so well, like with you were like archery and stuff
1: We, it's kind of in the current climate is like everybody's like you're doing something wrong you know on facebook or whatever and you know people are like oh well you know it's just like a lot of um shaming it feels like out there and like we all have shame right but we gotta learn how to deal with it to be more vulnerable but it, it i think it's very dividing and um it doesn't help people come together you know what i mean these walls that we put up and it's just not serving for uh artists i think because if we're really worried about what we're doing or what other people are thinking we're not putting up you know and everybody goes through it i mean everybody does Uh, that's what makes us human Mm -hmm. and if you don't go through that you're probably a sociopath or a narcissist right, does, <laughs> yeah. does, does it or not care. being honest, right? Not yeah. being honest with yourself not, right? not, or not giving a shit about anybody. Cause if I'm yeah. worried about what people judge me, that's, that's, that's pretty normal. Um, but if it's going to paralyze me it's going to hold me as a have yeah. back as an artist. So I think that's yeah. just part of the process of art. You know? No,
0: you're speaking. It took me a long time to finally right. be able to do my own projects. Yeah. Right. I took me, you know, uh, I'm 43 took me about to the age of 40 to finally do what i wanted to do yeah and And don't do that
1: no and you can come in me too pretty much uh somebody can come in and, and give you feedback on your on your work and you can take what you want and leave the rest but whatever they say if if it becomes too paralyzing it's not serving you right you know right. what i mean. I understand
0: people it's not gonna be for everybody and then it's right it's not the perfect story i'm not right interested in writing the perfect story and some people are not gonna like it yeah but like i tell everybody when we talk like our movie you know not everybody's gonna like it we don't know how it's gonna be received but we should have fun doing
1: it yeah you gotta have fun that's important.
0: That's the full... At least enjoy what you're doing because we don't know. It could be the worst thing ever ever yeah. made or it could but be you, the best thing. But at least in the middle, we're going to enjoy doing it because we're doing
1: what yeah. we love. But you're doing comic books for, for money and fame. No, no. <laughs> exactly. If you start no, thinking, no, I need to be here by this time, which no, I do sometimes, it sometimes, the stuff doesn't become fun. No, but I... It, I almost swore I that love too. that
0: offshoot of when roger ebert critiqued he was at the new york film festival in the late 60s and he saw marty scorsese's student film that he oh, submitted yeah. and, and ebert put it in his column watch out for this student martin scorsese he does wonderful work and all this stuff yeah, he does and then marty called up because in the column roger ebert goes i expect this guy to be world famous in 10 years and marty called up and he goes 10 years that long <laughs> I, uh, I think
1: Marty ha- uh, Martin. Martin has. Uh, yeah, I mean, he has
0: drive. The guy
1: makes great movies. I mean, yeah,
0: even well, even the ones he doesn't like, or the ones that you are like, we just critiqued on Kyle Nick and Film Color of Money, which is a flawed oh, yeah, film. But He did that one? movie. Yeah, he did. Paul that.
1: Newman and Tom Cruise. Yeah, it's a flawed
0: film, but it's still there's some wonderful components yeah. to it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's he's done some,
0: and still some, one of my favorites that nobody talks about is After Hours.
1: I don't remember that one.
0: It's from '85, that's what the, I, nobody really was in it. Uh, Griffin, somebody named Griffin, but um, Catherine O'Hara's in it. Terry Gars in it. It's basically about Garth a uh, Rosen Arquette. It's based about a guy Rosanna. after work just wants to go to have a good time at a party, but he can't go home through certain comedic instances. It's kind of like playing with how to make a film. Yeah. So certain comedic. Ones, He's a great
1: storyteller yeah. in in his lens, and and his editing style is very unique unique too i mean you would think well it could be the editor but they they yeah. show up from like the irishman and uh and goodfellas and what's the other one that he casino right he yeah. did casino he's
0: still had the same editor that he's had since as he yeah that She's makes sense w- She's—I can't remember her name. She just had a birthday. Gosh, his awesome. shoe makes something soup. Deb something.
1: He spends yeah. time on a on, on a a scene and a a frame right before he edits edits one, and the transitions into it so are pretty pretty pleasing. Yeah, if that makes sense. Um, and he lets the story develop, which is uh, you know, everybody has their unique style, but it's um, it's really good. Even if it takes a while, even if it takes a while, just patient. Like like um. Even with like Good you know, yeah. the
0: whole you know, the the whole beginning of the movie yeah. before you can get the title cards, but you understand it's a lot of it's violent. Yeah. But it's allegorical. Yeah. It looks like it's a dreamy yeah. sequence. And then he talks that's, about
1: that's the yeah, that was the allure that he wanted to create. Yeah. Same with casino. Same style. Yeah. You know, pretty much like But then the pops of people's lives here and there and how yeah. they come together. And taking time, and then it all comes to you know basic storytelling, a climax.
0: But I love the what I like about Goodfellas, and a lot of people I don't think like it as what I like about it. But, oh, it's such a good movie. But you can see exactly where the third act begins because that's the it's like the car, the helicopter, the car, oh, yeah, and yeah. then you got yep. Harry Nielsen's you know yep. jumping that's into the fire plane. That's exactly when yep. the third act starts, and it's all amped up. Yep, it's, it's all rushing. amped
1: up. Yeah. We know we know what's about, but we just don't know how. Right. right. We yeah. know it's going down, we don't know how. Yeah, it is really the helicopter scene, right? That's the then, beginning of the third. Right. Then it unravels with this girlfriend. That's a ninety one or that's a early nineties two, maybe ninety one movie.
0: Nine uh, nineteen ninety, yeah. Because after that, uh uh, scorsese and de niro did cape fear the remake
1: oh yeah that was a good scorsese did that one too yeah. wow that was a good movie hard to watch nick nolte's in that one right yep yeah and uh what's her name she's a good actress
0: juliette lewis no no oh jessica ling played them
1: no was oh yeah jessica ling wasn't nick it. nolte no the one he bites out of her cheek I think, uh, she's got great interesting looks she's been in some stuff yeah. um yeah, I think is.
0: it's Scorsese's only remake that he ever did. So but
1: Nolte is the lawyer, right? Mm-hmm. And who's Jessica Lange again?
0: His wife. Ah, uh, and Julie Lewis is the kid that. Yeah. And daughter. Robert De Niro's playing the stalker. That's just yeah,
1: yeah. Well, yeah, released out of prison. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a crazy role. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about? Uh, what else came out in '91?
0: Science of Lambs. Terminator. It was the yes. year of sequels. It really was because we had Terminator Two. We had. That's Bill funny. and Ted Part Two. We had t- Teenage Mutant Ninja's Part Two. We had all these Part twos. Yeah, that's uh,
1: the that Sequels weren't a thing in the 80s.
0: No, they really. They well, never yeah, will it,
1: no, not really. In The 80s. There was quite a few sequels. Maybe late 80s.
0: Yeah, that's when the mid, mid, mid to late, like Ramble Part Two and. Oh yeah, Rocky right. Part Two and. Oh shit. A lot this, of like a lot, lot of your, a lot of your like Friday Thirteenth Part Twos and stuff like that, but. Then it really got merchandised. Like everybody wanted a part. Franchising two. it. Yeah. In the early 90s. Everybody wanted it. Yeah,
1: yeah well, because they were making money off of it. Yeah. Because the studio's like, well, if we can turn this into another movie and then to another movie and basically build a cult <laughs> fan base, like. Well, I do. Remember, they don't have to work as hard.
0: <laughs> I do remember my friends in 1991. Like, let's go see Terminator 2, and I was like, well, what's the first one? I do like, We had like kids like never seen the first one, but they want to go see Terminator Part Two.
1: Like, oh yeah, that was. And a they good never one. seen the first one, right? Yeah. Forget his name. That was the liquid, uh, the guy that yep. was liquid. Uh, I don't remember. I the, just watched the newest one. That was good too. Dark fate. Yeah. That had a great car action sequence. That. Oh wait, so the the actress god what's her name the, the blonde one and she's like half and half yeah i can't remember her name too she's in halt and catch fire it's an amc show it's really good oh, about man. people who created uh video like computer industry in the 80s she's mm-hmm. a great oh that's a really good show but um yeah yeah that's the one i saw i liked it i really dark did. fate was pretty good dark fate was pretty good yeah
0: yeah all right we gotta take a, a little break Are we yeah. at a half hour yeah Wow. Wow. Uh, We're going to take a little break, and we'll be back more with Jill. We're going to get a pizza. Hi, everybody. This is I Shake My Head with Lisa and Sam. Hello. Okay, four things people need to know right off the top, Lisa. Tell them. 20
1: years, besties. (laughs) Woohoo! Two. (laughs) We're almost 50. No, Samantha, stop (laughs) that. Just stop that. You're almost 50. Whatever. Three, we podcast from my car We're sitting inside your car right now Four, we're from Canada We're from the heart of the prairies We're from Saskatchewan And if you're unsure if that's a real place, just Google it Yeah, but we also bring you a new episode every single Friday We do It's about an hour long, but you know what? Time goes by quick because we're just two crazy women bantering, talking about lighthearted topics, talking over each other all the time. We argue, <laughs> we disagree, but we always go back to laughing. We do. We just want to be the
0: least stressful part of your week. Exactly. So you can listen to us on Podbean, iTunes, and any other podcast app that you have. We're all over social media. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. All right, we're back with Joe, and we just got uh, to break.
1: We're talking about uh, foreign films. So, are we? We're talking about foreign films. Foreign films. I love that guy who was in E2, Tom, E2 Mama Tambien, not Diego Luna, the other guy. He's in uh, um, Motorcycle Diaries. Right. About Che Guevara, and then not Benicio del Toro. No, no. He, his name's Gabriel something. Not Burn. No, Gabriel. I I can't remember. But he's also in um, Peros Peros Amores, or is it Amores Peros? Same of director, the, I think. Maybe was it the? I think the movies have the same director. It's too. it's about this dog fighting in Mexico City. It's a right. crazy good
0: movie. I but, um I think you and I both were in the early two thousands. The horror movies that came from Asia were just killing it. Like Ring, um, like Ringo
1: Juwan, all that. Um, but you're talking about Japanese horror movies that's foreign yeah but it was called the ring right yeah oh well
0: in we call it in america it's the ring in the japanese oh. it's ringu what was the other one they did that was like Juwan, which is grunge
1: yeah grunge but those movies
0: were scary but like i didn't like the american remakes i like the authentic oh i haven't from, seen them they're far more fascinating what i like about asian horror movies is there are really no template like rules like more american horror movies like the dog's never going to get it yeah or the kids are going to be safe in asian like they don't you, everybody's
1: up for grabs like yeah.
0: in, i mean in the juan i mean they attacked the baby in the cradle so yeah.
1: i don't think there is obvious to figure out either like no. i mean the, the as tangible the bad that the evil entity right maybe yeah. more demonic each, like there was a time in early 2000s where i was addicted to
0: tashi akimaki films which like he did itchy the killer audition
1: really you gotta send really me a list man. sadistic
0: really just it's not gory but it's like oh my god it makes
1: I mean, your skin crawl
0: yeah i want to see him audition's a great one you ever seen that
1: no dude you gotta send
0: me a uh she's a very introverted woman that simply goes to audition for films so she could go out and attack them oh really and she yeah and there's a a very, how uh, she kills him with piano wire. Okay. But slowly, you know, or she just. Yeah, yeah. send me those lists. She's list. really sadistic, yeah.
1: I like Asian films, though.
0: Like wow, one of my
1: favorite is uh, <sighs> Crouching Tiger, Hidden dra- Dragon. Is that, that was it? a big hit? Yeah. Oh, dude, it's really good. That was really, good. I love the whimsy. whimsy whimsical. Whimsical. Yeah. yeah. And the editing and the, yeah, the, yeah, it's really good. And yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, I like Kurosawa too. He I did Ran. Yeah, yeah. He's he's an interesting fellow.
0: My favorite one of it's Throne of Blood, which is his version of Macbeth, where he
1: just gonna, oh yeah, you're he, gonna
0: murder your way up.
1: Ran Ran is his version of um King Lear. Yes, yes. So he yes. he's fascinated by Shakespeare.
0: Yeah, Hidden Fortress is inspiration for Star Wars. And, yeah. um it's funny because we always talk about Kurosawa, but the, the influence of America, Kurosawa is... Western. Your, yeah, it's very... You get your action out first. And Nolan mm-hmm. does that, too, like in Dark Knight. You get your action out first, then you settle everything down, you yeah. get your story, and then you yeah. get your... Well, you want to grab
1: people right away. Yeah. And yeah. action will do that, but you can't You can't just shove it down their throat the whole time. They will, It will be like too much sensory overload. Yeah, You know, so... Right.
0: Like the beginning of Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's your action. You're building up. You're not really explaining a story. You're just setting up.
1: We got to get into the characters at some point and the development of them. Right. So there was a movie I mentioned off off of the podcast earlier, which I'm not going to revisit. She showed me a comic of it. And I was like, (laughs) dude, that movie is all CGI and action. And I don't like it's just one edit to another. And I'm like, I don't I don't even know who the characters really are in this movie. Yeah, but I so that I, I was disappointed with that. Remember I, Maximum Overdrive? I remember watching as a kid. The, yeah. I'll tell you the funny thing. That, thing that is movie was awesome. I wish they would do something like that. If you, I'll give you a little funny
0: thing, they should I, remake. I, that. I saw that movie right after I got done cutting my lawn, cutting the grass. Oh yeah. <laughs> So my cousin's like, hey, let's go. We want to come out." And I was like, I- okay. My dad's like, well, cut the grass first before you go. So I cut the grass and I go watch the movie. And what's the first thing that does? The <laughs> kid gets attacked by the, the
1: lawnmower. <laughs> who, who knew a vending machine could kill somebody? Dude, that movie is so good. It was amplified. And it's, it's actually brilliant because think about the way they probably made it. Um, oops. Uh, they did it all in pretty much one location. I think it was that. Convenience store, that gas stop, and then with some, you know, other footage in there, yeah, of like other stuff that's going around the world or the planet or like really the area. They just kind of insert it, but then well, you know, it was Emilio Estevez. And, was Stephen King directing? That's his first. Oh, time. it is a Stephen King it was movie. Stephen,
0: he's the one that gets in the vending machine, right? Uh, not the vending. The ATM tells him to laugh off. But he, that was his first movie he written, directed, and it was such a bad experience he never did it again. Really? But it's his first story ever written. was called Cars.
1: He had a bad experience, huh? Yeah. Oh, it was called I think Cars. he was just
0: coked out of his mind. In oh. reality, I think he just...
1: Oh, I didn't know Stephen did coke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He does? Yep. Okay. He, or he did.
0: Doesn't, he doesn't really, doesn't really remember writing Cujo.
1: <laughs> oh, that's where a lot of this stuff comes from. Misery. He did Misery, too, right?
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I
1: think that's a legitimate
0: story of somebody being really obsessed fan. Yeah, oh, uh, with pers- him. That it's a kind took- of a
1: personal experience, right? Yeah, well, I don't think he got his leg cut off. I love that ending,
0: though. The ending of the movie where... I forget. Well, after I all of this
1: happens and James
0: Conn uh, is kind of backed himself, he goes to the restaurant, and the waitress is like, Oh, you're such-such. I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> oh, God.
1: Did did he have a leg at that? Didn't he? She cut off his leg or broke his legs.
0: The ankle, the very yeah. famous ankles. Yeah, he yeah. tried to escape and like we're gonna stop that. Kathy Bates is so good in that movie because she almost looks nice. She almost that's looks the, polite. And that's she's always the po-
1: appeal of Kathy Bates. Like you could see her as your neighbor mm-hmm. or somebody you go to the grocery store in. Like, yeah. you've seen her in American Horror Story, right? She plays yeah. some um, different characters in it, but it is that appeal in her that makes it so yeah. great. I took actually took a date to go see Dolores Claiborne. Okay.
0: Don't ever do that. Does it's not a date movie was- at all. I thought it was like, <laughs> Stephen King, it's Kathy Bates, let's have some fun. And they are like, that's eh, not a movie you can ever want to. T-. Yeah, Kathy's not playing fun. No, that Dolores Claiborne is definitely not a date movie. She wants to kill some people. But it's like, Misery is a fun date movie, but Dolores Claiborne was not a date movie. I didn't all. see that one. Oh, it's, it goes into areas you just don't want to. Really? No. Oh.
1: No. <laughs> is she pretty mean in it?
0: Well, it's not her that's mean.
1: No, it's Oh, not her. she's nice in it. Yes. But no, it's... I don't want
0: to see Kathy Bates be nice. <laughs> <laughs> no. as Jennifer Jason Lee in it. and I it was, should it. see Kathy Bates be nice. Well, you know, Stephen King had a uh, pen name. No, he did movie. He did a uh, books under Richard. Can't, Richard, uh, I can't remember his pen name, but
1: Running Man was. His oh, Stephen I love that movie. That's a that with King. Arnold Schwarzenegger, isn't it? Yeah, that was a good movie. Eighties, maybe nineties. Well, it's a game show, right? It's a game yeah. show. If you can survive the game show, you can
0: get out of prison.
1: Yeah, he did uh, The Shining, and yes. him and Stanley didn't get along. I guess
0: no. Well, if you read the book, The Shining is very different from the movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You got to, I guess, you know, you got two really probably creative geniuses that, you know, one's like, don't, for lack of a better word, I masterize mean, my, my book. And one's book, like, get, let me do my thing. And I bet you this thing. will, And I'm sure they both sold copies for each other. Like, you know, I'm sure like the movie sold copies of the book and the book sold copies of the movie.
0: But the core of it is still the same, which is oh, dealing with the, book. The, the it's dealing with alcoholism.
1: Oh, is it really? In the, in the delusions?
0: Of, in the the delusions and the demons of alcoholism could really destroy everything.
1: Yeah, but he wasn't drinking that much in the movie. Well, was Jack he? Jack
0: Nicholson? Yeah, was he? Yeah, and his ghosts are his enablers, right? Yeah, yeah
1: well, I guess, but yeah. I mean, in the end, it's just like a scary movie.
0: Well, then the, it will revisit it in the sequel, Doctor Sleep, of... Uh, so Danny having alcoholism. When we
1: it. talk about alcoholism, we talk about Nicholas Cage leaving Las Vegas. We know that movies about alcoholism. Do we really know The Shining's about alcoholism? Unless we dig in deeper.
0: Yeah, I think it's it's all. It's, it's pretty apparent. You dance with the scary stuff and the ghosts and everything. Delusions, about delusions. Yeah. But it's always the trappings of you know getting stuck with alcohol. You know, oh, like, and how it they're, that. They're really affects a family. It's all well. It's like Stephen King's. All demons are all. Really inside you rather than like it, even though it is a clown, but I haven't seen the the new one. How you defeat it is you get rid of the demons that are haunting you, and yeah.
1: The first one he did of that scared me so much, I didn't want to see the second one. Oh, Tim Curry's one, yeah,
0: yeah, because that's very whose Tim Tim Curry was the first, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Was it the 90s or the 80s? Early 90s, I think it was made for TV, it was free, yeah, it was a made for TV one, it was freaky,
0: right. Because I remember, like, no, uh, I didn't. John want Ritter see... was in. I was like, "What's the guy from Three's Company doing this?" John career? Ritter
1: was a great actor. Great. He had he had the good. beat He
0: knew when the beats were
1: right. Yeah, because most comedic comedic actors have to, and all comedic actors are generally great dra- drama actors, and not vice versa. That's why Jamie Foxx, Robin Williams, even eh, I don't know what Jim Jim Carrey's done. Like the Cable Guy was pretty bizarre, but Jim Carrey's just Jim Carrey. Who else is a great comedic actor that? that uh, or comedian comedian I, I think somebody that would re- recognize would be like gene wilder yeah gene wilder which but did he do any real weird drama stuff
0: um i don't know because even though when like he does comedy like the woman woman in red it's oh, like he's so great stuff, but it's still kind of funny right i don't think yeah. you could do but it's not like that haha comedy right like, where it's like that slapstick. Brooks. you know gene wilder <laughs> would get you know the frustration that's what you get pay off it's just Eventually it's gonna get frustrated
1: and yeah. blow up, right? Yeah. Stir crazy and and uh yeah, the ones with Richard Pryor are pretty good. <laughs> yes. Those two.
0: I'm sorry, I'm already automatically laughing. Yeah, but G- the funny thing is Gene said that him and Richard never really hang out socially. They only worked on set and Richard right. never really hang out with them. Because they're
1: two misfits.
0: I think they were just yeah, I didn't think they would get along. And Gene's like, I always tried. wanna come out to dinner with me, hang the family? <laughs> Richard's like, No, man. I
1: got some Freemason and do, <laughs> God rest his soul. I mean, he was honest about it, but it, I, I, I he's probably know, like Gene can't handle this ride. I found this, found this. You find it. I, I think I will put the picture up on
0: the St. Paul Filmcast uh, uh, Instagram. But there's a picture of Burt Reynolds and Stanley Field seeing a, a show of Richard Pryor and Robert Williams together. Robin Williams? Robin Williams and Richard Pryor did a show together at, I don't know, The Laugh-In. Or whatever. Oh, a comedic show. And Burt Reynolds and Stanley Field went to see that show, and Willie Nelson was there.
1: How much drugs? Yeah, they probably hung out, though. Yeah, yeah, Robin Williams and Richard Pryor, they're hanging out. Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor, he's probably like, I love you, man, but you're yeah. not, no. But, I- but he probably saw, Richard Pryor probably saw Robin Williams on stage and was like, whatever that guy's got i want some and we're gonna hang out and th- i'm pretty sure robin williams was the same way you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah good both great comedians I don't, I
0: don't think we're high we're shocking anybody but robin and richard they
1: love their their booger sugar Did, are their booger sugar that's what yeah. <laughs> i think i think yeah like they loved everything pretty much <laughs> right you know well the
0: sad thing is i think Richard you talked about how he he didn't think he was funny unless he was on drugs.
1: Well, I think a lot of artists probably think that kind of stuff, you know, and that was, yeah, I think the comedians get wrapped into, you know, I don't know, but like, you know, staying from one hotel to another and it's very isolated and, you know, people are going to buy him drinks and give them whatever. And, you know, that, so that yeah. desire to hang out and socialize with people and then push the limits, it just seems pretty natural for them to be like, well, why not? You know?
0: I, lo- I love this story of David Letterman trying to do his startup, his acting stand up career, right? He in, oh, and all the other people like Jerry Seinfeld and they're <laughs> trying their and then they, they just all of a sudden they're having this person called Robin Williams, like, What the heck is it? A boy or a girl? Yeah. But, and he's coming from Scotland. I was like, Well, that's gonna be awful. He's not gonna be funny at all.
1: And he's it, from Scotland?
0: Uh, it's that, that's their mind. He thought of like, Oh, maybe Oh. Uh, oh and yeah. so he comes on stage and David Letterman's like, We're all watching him and then he goes, I think I threw my joke notebook at him. I was so mad because <laughs> <laughs> he's just making it so easy. He's
1: just <laughs> running around in circles for 10 minutes.
0: <laughs> right. He goes, you just give him a prop and then that's it. Yeah. There he goes. He give just, him a- yeah. Yeah. He's just,
1: blah, 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 blah. Yeah. you know,
0: do you have a favorite Robert Williams film?
1: Oh man. I don't know. Like, yeah, I mean, he's, oh, try and think. I mean, I loved Mark and Mindy, uh,
0: that was great because jonathan just, winters I don't think, did they write a script
1: uh, probably not they, they just go yeah nanu nanu and you just like oh. yeah that was just great for that time um
0: it's funny because i remember like a robin moon film and it's like all that serious stuff that it comes out yeah that was funny like miss delfire
1: yeah uh dead poet society is definitely good Goodwill hunting um what other ones did he do? Mrs. Doubtfire was great. Uh, that had been done though, kind of before. This is that's been done many times by a lot of different comedians, actually. Um, right, like the
0: whole like Tootsie. With Tyler that.
1: Perry, uh, Martin Lawrence has done it. Tootsie. I wouldn't consider Dustin Hoffman a comedian, but oh, that's
0: how Tom Hanks got famous. Yeah, who's buddies?
1: Yeah. You know, but yeah, he's not a comedian either. Um, but he's definitely he's unique um, in his style of acting. Uh, Gosh, Robin Williams. Oh, Jumanji was pretty good, too, the original one. Well, they just go, right? Yeah. Just dress up like you're just a... He's just fully liar. invested in whatever he does, committed yeah. to it, and doesn't give really a F what people think. You know, trying to reel him in was probably not easy. Or you no. just didn't do it. <laughs> no, no, right. And I think Nicolas Cage is probably the same way. You're just going to get what you have. Yeah, right.
0: and but, you well, deal with it. Well, we talked about it because before we went to break and I always talk about it, when you do in a movie with somebody, you try to find their talents. Really yeah. show off their talents. Yeah. Don't try to hide it. If I get John Travolta on a film, make him dance.
1: I think Derek yeah. Tino right. Well, if well, he wants if, to.
0: Yeah, if you want that's your where your talent, you know, yeah. enjoy your dance, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, what was the one that John did uh with Halle Berry? Um
0: wasn't that wasn't Monsters Ball, was it? No. No,
1: that was a good movie though. Um that yeah, was with was Billy Bob Thornton, Thornton I think. Thornton, yeah. Uh the one Swordfish.
0: Oh, with Hugh Jackman, that's right. Yeah.
1: yeah, John got away from dancing after Pulp Fiction and then started doing some of those movies.
0: So Swordfish is one of those, it's it's fun popcorn. Just yeah, divorce your mind from reality yeah. and just enjoy it.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was, you know, they're just, they're, you know I, things are so weird now with movies because it's like streaming or theater where are people going back then it was just like what new movie can we put out that's going to get people's interest you know
0: well that's one of the things i miss about the video store is because not only that you can sit and just watch you know the Mm -hmm. see your options and then you find people that like movies and i used to work at a video store but you commit you're monetarily invested to committing that
1: movie Mm -hmm. you're going to watch it to the very end (laughs) where a lot of
0: people just stream they watch five minutes and like
1: what's next where there's no tangible product to hold on to you gotta put something in people's hands for them to really connect with it, like at a movie store, because yeah. they're gonna look at the jacket and you know be I mean? like, oh, and who's in it, and then they'll kind of peruse back over, but they'll still have this one in their mind. It's like shopping for clothes, and then you know they come back to it. But now yeah. people just what's convenient, you know, and yeah. they don't, I don't. Maybe they don't put as much time into it. I don't know. But I gotta ask you, what video store did you work at? There was one at the neighboring
0: town. It was called Home Videos. It was just a mom and pop store.
1: What neighboring town
0: uh ember, ember Grove. Um, oh okay. and it was just uh, it was in the mall
1: yeah home video there was yeah. a lot of home videos
0: it was just but it was it was about the size of my studio
1: did that guy <laughs> own a couple of different ones
0: he owned just particularly that one yeah because it, it was a
1: franchise ish yeah because yeah. there's one in Highland Park by Creighton at that home video
0: I'll tell you that my first day working there I'll tell you my first day um the first day was when Air Force One came on rental that was my first day working there. Who's in
1: Air Force One?
0: Uh, Harrison Ford was the president, and Gary oh, yeah. Oldman's the bad guy. And that I was, love we just came, I remember my and first day Harrison working Ford. there, we just had a stack loan. My first job was put the Air Force One on the shelf. We got ready to go. And that was my first day working there.
1: And how much were they? They were probably paying like $80, $90 for that VHS, right? <laughs> right, yeah. I always, I always, my, I said, i Did I'm, you have to call people and be like, listen, this is the fifth time I've called you? My, we want Air Force I One. I was, yeah, we put
0: Oh, well, yeah. I remember or we're sending it, some people. Over. My funny, uh, my fun one was always you get the wrong store rent, returned. So we work at home video and somebody would bring like a Blockbuster yeah. back. And like, that's, we're not
1: Blockbuster. <laughs> well, would you be nice and return it to Blockbuster? Or were you like, sh- uh, once, free movies? Once in a while, I you would You kept do those that, movies. But, it,
0: but no, we didn't keep them. I was like, if I saw if it was a regular customer, I'd wait and like, hey, here's your no, Blockbuster.
1: Now bring us back ours.
0: But how that store made money was on old movies, not the new releases. So they had a great catalog of old movies. And I remember the deal because Tuesday, new movies came out every Tuesday. So you had your regulars come in like right in the morning and buy the new. (laughs) And then the other deal was for Tuesday was you can rent five old movies for five bucks and keep them for five days.
1: Yeah. Are red boxes going out, you think?
0: I don't think so, but it's just not.
1: I've rented one before and it was like scratched and I'm like, "Ah, that's Screw this. I'm not doing this again.
0: But I miss the yeah it's hard the to experience. Explain. Well, I miss well, it's hard to explain. It. Well, they're the same age, but it's hard to explain to new people. I miss the straight to rental movies that are not interested in you know.
1: Well, they up. have those now, but not
0: not as much.
1: Netflix is doing it.
0: You know, something like uh, like Romeo's bleeding, like the or something like or or. There was a Keith Sutherland did a movie like Truth or Consequences, in New Mexico, which is straight rental. I
1: think I remember that one.
0: And that they were the fun to watch. They weren't going to grab you for the big blockbuster. They had yeah. great stories. Great stories, actors.
1: Yeah. Uh, they're making those movies now. They just. Uh, they're not as much. Or they're, uh, or they're probably. It's probably the market is diluted, like with so much stuff, yeah. which is really a benefit to directors and producers to some extent and actors because honestly i think excuse me pre-pandemic netflix was producing 700 projects in a year they have nine 90 mil no wait, nine 90 million subscribers maybe at ten dollars a month that's a lot of money they can literally be like if you have a production company and you give them a script why wouldn't they give you four or five million dollars just to like as long yeah. as they figure you know what you're doing and you're going to fall through to really like you know put the package together somewhat and prove you can do it they they really don't they have to they have to like how would i put it um put their movies on their shelves right you, you know what i mean yeah. so and but oh. now you have more uh streaming company like paramount's going to come out with this streaming now
0: Right, there's been a legality of all a pair of production movie producers owning their theaters, and there was a breakup of all that. But of independent movie theaters, not exclusively just for movies, uh, but now it's gone into streaming. So yeah, in it now well, that was a big movie thing. Produced, in- like Paramount has his own TV channel, um, you know. Right, it's probably going to own streaming service and stuff. It's just the nature of what's going to
1: happen. Like HBO Max, they produce and and only yeah. put their stuff on there, right. and then Netflix takes some show. show t- Showtime stuff But yeah. that was kind of a thing When movies first came out Is like you had major Major companies MGM we we'll have an MGM movie theater Yeah And then they had contracted stars Yeah Like Bogart Or whoever And that's where B movies would come in And you get a double feature And so stars that were Maybe on their way up Or just You know The lesser budget films Would be in the B movie And the A movie You yeah. know and that was like you know Paramount and Warner Brothers and MGM and and they did that, but then somehow that got disbanded. I think.
0: Well, it's just because you're monopolized, so independent movie theaters <laughs> yeah. just can't show an MGM movie. Yeah. Because it's strictly for MGM, so they kind of broken it up. That's gone away now. Yeah. Now it's gonna now independent it's, movie theaters are kind of it well it's I have some opinions about it, but yeah, that was. I don't think pre- they're
1: gonna make, be really as AMC's like no. The, hurting
0: I, the, the independent small budget movie theater that you could go see like yeah alfred hitchcock movie in the theater or something like that yeah. they're, was going, they're going away yeah
1: yeah There was, so there was like when i grew up there was the grand view and then highland is where you know when my parents lived over in that area uh we go see that but those were independent theaters yeah now they're man theaters you see what i'm saying yes yeah which they're still there and I don't think they'll ever go anywhere because of the nostalgia and the age of the theater itself, but you got to almost have that like mid level franchise. Yep. Uh, and because everybody in that neighborhood will go there as convenience and they're not, they're catching on. Like you keep it pretty kid friendly in those areas and people are going to kind of be forced to bring their kids there at some time, right? For that experience. Um, now you go to the late night shows that are probably like R rated and stuff, there's probably not going to be anybody in there, but you know, it makes up for it. But uh, so AMC, I was looking at the stock price, and uh, it, they they were already almost gonna go out of business before the pandemic, and probably you know I don't know what's gonna happen afterwards. But those are big theaters. That's like Rose, Rosedale, Rosedale's AMC. About Ten
0: or twelve different theaters. In what's the-
1: in Inver Grove? Which one is that? That's AMC. That's AMC. Yeah. But if they go under, somebody else is gonna buy them, right? I mean, hopefully.
0: Well, something, something, yeah.
1: Or they're just going to split up into yeah. people are going to take their chances as a, an independent theater, I guess. But no,
0: I, I I, love, it depends on the type of movie because I like, everybody likes to go to the movie theater, right? Yeah. But there are certain movies that I think are much more applicable, much more entertained to watch as a strictly a home rental yeah and what i'm like m- mentioning is like days and confused is strictly a rental experience you it's want true. to bring people into your house have fun watching it yeah. going to see it in a movie theater is just not, not going to have the same relatability yeah. yeah but that's different from seeing like a like at some other movie like a comic like a superhero movie that plays great in yeah. the imax
1: or a pixar for your kids yeah you got to have that that i'm yeah you got to have that uh sound and seating experience yeah. yeah
0: but i miss the video store because you would get you get to watch the movies before they come out so there's like i would get to see what you know i got to watch because they want the the people that work at the video store to see the movies so they can give a review to the customers so oh, really you put you you watch them like the new releases like monday night so then you yeah. go to work on tuesday and like have you seen it oh yeah i saw it yeah oh. so I, that was one of my favorite things. is that i got to see event horizon before it was available for rental and i bought all my friends over to watch it really event horizon before it became.
1: were you working there in high school after high school uh, so the funny what friends is, did you have over?
0: <laughs> I can't remember. It was probably. Oh, like they're
1: a, they're going to be upset.
0: <laughs> but I, yeah, we got to see Event Horizon first. I got to see a lot of other from the late '90s before they came popular, like the game. Like the, the, game. Which, the Game. Oh, that was
1: uh, Tom Cruise, right?
0: No, uh, Michael Douglas. Oh, uh, he's a lawyer. Uh, it was a it was a publishing company.
1: In oh, in the, okay. Remember that with Sean Penn. Okay, was this like in the firm, the game, and like this kind of genre of movies back then? It's a David
0: Fincher film. Oh, I love the Fincher. game. So, and like I said, I I, I bottle those up as a trilogy, like Seven, Fight Club, and The Game. They're kind of the same thing of single man having problems. <laughs> yeah. So um, frustrated.
1: Single frustrated. Man
0: yeah. Outlet. Those are all Fincher movies. David Fincher. Yeah, The Game was supposed to be his first movie, and then. Somebody gave I knew him. Seven was. and But Seven actually was. He was signed on to do the game as a first movie, but then through production, his agent said, why don't you do Seven first? And then he did Seven first, and then he got on to do the game next. I bet you Brad
1: Pitt's glad he did that. <laughs>
0: right, yeah, right. That was right because, well. Because then he gets Fight Club. Then he gets Fight Club, you're right. They the Seven is a success. I think, you all well, we remember Legends of Falls Fall is how he got famous.
1: Was Morgan Freeman in Seven? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. The, you know, legend of the legend of the fall was how he got famous. And then after. Well, he's been Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah. But
1: he doesn't want to be that guy in acting forever. No. Because that's the pretty boy role. Yeah. And Brad Pitt is a pretty boy. I mean, he's good looking and he's great. He, but he wants to be because he's a magnificent actor. Have you ever yeah. seen him in California? That was great. The California with a K. Yeah. Yeah. With yeah. Julia Lewis.
0: That was one of them before he got famous. Yeah. Yeah, that
1: was yeah. a good one.
0: Yeah, because he was doing, like, Be Cool. Remember that animation movie? <laughs> no, <mind? laughs> I don't. I don't know if I want to. No, but
1: did. that's what I mean. Like, yeah. Legend of the Fall, was was that Tom Cruise, too? No. No. That was an Interview with the Vampire. Those two are pretty boy vampires. Yes, that's right. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, Who's in Legends of the Fall with him? There was another good actor, his brother. Uh, Rufus Sewell? No. I can't. Oh. Um, but no,
0: that's how he got famous. It was Legend of the Fall remember women will go see that more than two twice in the movie theater just sure because of that yeah
1: yeah you know. but he didn't want to you know I don't know no I like that he took chances yeah yeah, yeah. I'm glad that picture pr- took I mean chances he was born
0: though. to he was born to do Tyler Durden
1: Tyler he was, Durden
0: yeah he was you think so he was born to do that film well, I don't know I, I, I think don't he think had I to work s-
1: on that one well
0: he's just I think he was perfectly perfect for that
1: yeah, but I mean that seems really out of his realm, and now Coen Brothers one he did too was kind of out of his realm. Um, that just shows what a good actor he is. But uh, and he had a few
0: seconds in that True Romance where he played. Uh,
1: oh, the guy smoking the honey, the honey thing. <laughs> Yeah.
0: yeah, he's, You guys want to... Yeah, he has a, a mom out a sunny deer or something like that.
1: Yeah, no, it's a honey bear. Oh, a honey bear. <laughs> yeah. Who did he offer it to? I forget. Oh,
0: the, ga- the mob that was coming in looking for Christian Slater and Who's Michael the mob Re- guy?
1: What? Was it James Caldeffini?
0: Yeah, one of them. Right. James Maybe.
1: Yeah. True That's a great movie. Gary Oldman, <laughs> you wouldn't even know that's Gary Oldman. No. The guy with the dreads.
0: Right, yep, yep.
1: Yeah. And, and it we, tells them the story about Italians and where they're from. And... D- that Gary Oldman is awesome.
0: For the few seconds he is, he has his own little like person. I mean, he's that a guy, white enters, guy, but he's like loves Asian, but he's trying it was, to act like he's a minority. Yeah, just from like Detroit. This, whole, this yeah, he just has this weird accent. Like he's just weird.
1: He totally came up with that for yeah. sure. I'd love to find out for real, but like he was probably like, "Who are you casting me? What's going? I'm gonna come in." He's probably just like, "Show me wardrobe," and I'm gonna pick out what I want to do here it's
0: fascinating because i would recommend you go see romeo is bleeding because okay. before they even finished filming that he was doing his scenes for true romance really so if you watch romeo's bleeding where he plays a dirty cop that's on the take for mob money and then they're the mobs out to get him the cops are out to get him yeah and his wife hates him I, it's one of my favorite movies even though it's a bad movie he's I, a good actor i just if watched you like gary Ilman, It's perfect but yeah, before why would anybody filming, like Gary Oldman? <laughs> before they finished filming, um, principal photography for Romeo's Bleeding, he actually was doing True Romance.
1: Okay, wait, yeah. did you see the one where he plays Winston Churchill? Yeah, yeah, he does a good job in that one. A yeah. lot of people like the John Voight one better. I like Gary, although J- John yeah. did a good job too.
0: He's he's one of those that he just you forget he's in the movie. He's so good cuz like he's been in all the the Batman yeah. Chris Nolan movies. And so he doesn't
1: really have to look like Winston Churchill for you to believe it. No. But I get it. Each yeah. actor approaches it differently, you know yeah. what I mean? So, but John Voight did a good job in his too. He admits that he had no idea what he was doing in The Fifth Element. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like
0: he goes, I was just give me this outfit to wear and say my lines. He goes, I still don't know what I was doing if I'm the bad guy or a good guy or He's the bad guy Yeah I know But that's Gary Oldman
1: He's a happy (laughs) Villainous Bad guy Yeah Yeah. He brought the Humanity To villains Right Like Dracula like did for Dracula Yeah you gotta be You gotta be You gotta be like Somebody that's lovable yeah, he did it for the Dracula playing. He did it for True Romance. Yeah. You gotta like, as much as as weird as that character looks, he's like so you would expect the villain to be like, oh, I'm gonna kill you if you don't do this and this and this, no. and he's just like, right? Yeah. Remember that scene? He's come ready. in, sit down, blah blah. blah. He's ready like, to negotiate. Yeah, and Chris yeah. Slater was like not ready to negotiate, yeah, because yeah. he's like, yeah, what? Like he was just put off put because he's going to meet this big like gangster dude, and then the gangster dude is obviously very different looking, but like. Like you know, yeah, telling them a story and yeah, you gotta you gotta be a lovable villain. We've seen it in some. Have you have you watched Happy? No, you haven't watched Happy on Netflix. I, I read the comic book. It's Grant Morrison. I love Grant Morrison but with I just Christopher uh, Ma, oh, Maloney? Maloney. Yeah, Maloney, Melanoni. Yeah, Melanoni. I do have a copy of the copy. The comic the bad book. guy in that one. Whoo, there's yeah. a couple of them. Yeah, yeah.
0: they're creepy, but Grant they, Morrison it, is kind of like Tarantino. Very much of, and he took that amplified that exaggeration, that grittiness, and put it into comic books, and especially like Batman. So, yeah. yeah, he's awesome. That
1: show is really good.
0: Oh, I love that show. Yeah, well, there's a lot of people that would grant morrison well if you watch happy you understand a lot of what grant morrison did with batman people don't really like but i just love he took chances and risks in batman which batman did he in the comic books grant grant morrison's a comic book writer oh yes so when he was hired to be the head writer just for the batman comic books he did a lot of things that just
1: so they hire head people to do batman
0: so yeah so so you get (laughs) like get it you get a contract like they're
1: that serious about batman (laughs) dc what i mean it's batman (laughs) You don't really like hire someone to only Alfred does that.
0: Well, if you didn't know comic book world, they hire you for a writer to write for the comic book Batman. Yeah. So you get hired. Okay. This, like Stan Lee here. You're going to write for Batman for a couple of years. And it's, company property so you can't really kill off characters like you can't really kill off the joker that's no but you can make changes to him. you can alter yeah. it your own style and navigate you just got
1: to come up with a new story new story and that's and, all right something
0: fresh that's why writers usually come up with new villains that's why they're always superheroes always fighting new different villains because that's how you
1: get your marges. Oh, that's got to sound yeah. grueling man because you got to like go over all the previous stuff and then not do that exact stuff because so how do you not yeah. let any of that previous stuff you've seen, but you can't go down that road again? I guess you could like use touches of it, but you got to be original and fresh. That's Nolan's you, a genius. That's
0: how you come up. That's how you become fresh with being a writer and comic book. You have to come up with your own villains or kind of a new side character. Oh, that comes.
1: Your, your new villain or sidekick.
0: Yeah, that's how Bain got involved in the early nineties. Is somebody just? I had enough of this. Yeah. doing the same cosmic. You know, Whoa!
1: So Nolan, like, yeah, he was like, he's like. The easiest way to get out of this is just make this super real right. <laughs> yeah right. yeah he's yeah. like that's it same stock characters we're just, just gonna go get on location we're just yeah like oh, we yeah. don't we don't need a studio or the heavy graphics we're just gonna like you know and heath ledger rest yeah. his rest uh rest his soul like yeah. he did awesome in that movie like that was the best joker for me i love Nick nicholson as a joker too but um yeah, that that was awesome. So, yeah. with Jared Leto, I'm very so. Yeah, I'm a little confused on what's going on with that because he was in Suicide Squad. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I kind of like that look for Jared Leto as Joker, and I like Jared Leto, so I'm like, I wonder where this is going to go. But now they had a new oh, they had Joaquin Phoenix Joker, which you can't argue with that because you're like, which is kind. Of, did Nolan do that one? No, but no, they that went one. that route,
0: right? Right. That was uh, that was. We are. I've talked on a previous episode. That's kind of blending Taxi Driver with Kings of Comedy, Martin Scorsese two films. Okay. Where he, where he, and then
1: oh, Kings of Comedy. I know.
0: Yeah, with Robert De Niro, thought he was the funniest thing in the world. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. Once again on Jerry Lewis's show.
1: Yeah.
0: Very much and played out in the Joker. Yeah. That's Robert De Niro. But yeah, if you watch Taxi Driver, it's almost like a blending of. That's why Scorsese was a producer. I okay. think it's homage to Martin Scorsese that that film Joker because if you okay. watch Taxi Driver and Kings of Comedy, you're like. This is where they're going. It is, of course, established in the late 70s. Of course.
1: Of course. So Yeah. So, yeah, it's different, you know, but that reality thing. Yeah. And now we're going back to Jared Leto as the Joker, right?
0: Yeah. Which is more of a gangster, kind of a Joker, a little more. Who else
1: is in that? And who's doing, is this a spinoff of Suicide Squad? The Joker is. No, he's just Zack Snyder's cut, his Justice League. Oh, but he took on kind of that Heath Ledger mask though, right? that face like the wide painted out smile yeah. painted on yeah uh, yeah, i know so did i haven't seen the joaquin phoenix one he didn't really do that he did more of the clown type
0: well that, there's very much it almost plays on the sympathetics of the joker why he is
1: yeah but the makeup applied makeup yeah okay so not really part we of We remember it. we remember keith Le- heath ledger right yeah where you just did foundation. Did foundation and let the the smile was kind of a carved in. Carved in frown almost. Happy face. Happy face. Yeah. Okay.
0: It's it's almost like he took a razor. Yeah. And carved
1: a smile. It wasn't like perfect like the pre like Jack Nicholson's or you know what I mean? Perfectly painted. So then we go to Joaquin Phoenix. Which is applied makeup face to paint on a smile. Paint on, but more clean, right? Yeah. Okay. Like yeah. a clown? Kind of like a clown. Like, yeah. 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 So, okay, difference. Now, Jared Leto is almost going back to the Keith Ledger thing. Like a street gangster kind of a look. Yeah, where the, it's this street the, gangster. The hair and, and everything. Tattoos. Uh, yes, and tattoos. the tattoos. But the smile itself. Is it like a runny kind of smile? Like runny? Like,
0: eh. I got to remember, but yeah, it's almost like applied. Yeah. See, I think it's too prefer, soon to try that. I prefer that, if that... version better.
1: I haven't that. seen Jared. I love Jared Leto as an actor. I like just—it's
0: it's just almost like a guy running the Crips or Blood Gangs, you know, okay. Something like a street gang kind of. uh a,
1: yeah. A very, very uh, okay.
0: You can play around with it. It's a—it's a character. Play around with it. Do your own interpretation of it. That's why I love. Uh, there's some people that give it like a Western take on the Joker or. Now. Yeah, uh, Zach Scott Snyder did that version. Yeah. For
1: with Jared Leto?
0: Well well, in the comic books, you
1: know. Just, oh. Play well, around the,
0: play around with it. Has Jared
1: Leto's movie not come out yet? Not yet. The Zack Snyder cut is not coming out. It's coming soon. When? Uh, a couple months from now. I got to go back and see the Joaquin Phoenix one. I love Joaquin Phoenix. Have okay. you seen uh, Don't Worry, He Won't Get Far on Foot? Don't Worry, He Won't Get Far, He's on Foot? No. Oh, it's a good one. It's on uh, Amazon Prime. No. Is he a writer in that movie? He's in a wheelchair because he got in a drunk driving accident. Jack Black's in it and Jonah Hill's in it, too. You would, It took me like half the movie to realize it was Jonah Hill.
0: I would, um, before we go, mm-hmm. since we talked about Nick Cage quite a bit, mm-hmm. have you seen 8mm? That's Hockey uh, Phoenix in it, too.
1: Wait, how old is this movie?
0: Uh got to be late 90s. Still, Nicolas Cage is one of the first movies that How Queen Phoenix really got noticed. There was a lot more reviews. Even though he's a supporting role, people are like, you really watch out for this guy. He's really doing good. And that was like his, one of his first breakout movies.
1: He was in Parenthood. Parenthood? I, I thought think he was mean? one of the kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious.
0: But it's 8mm, if you can see it. Joel Schumacher directed it.
1: And What's Schumacher? Vol- is he related to Jason?
0: Jay. <laughs> No, His you know Jason, Joel Schumacher? You did the bad Batman movies.
1: Which ones? Uh,
0: Batman Forever and Batman and Robin.
1: Who were in those? Chris uh, O'Donnell? No, no
0: matter, I Actually, as a huge Batman fan, I left Batman and Robin.
1: Was that Chris O'Donnell as ba- Robin, is it Robin? I left the theater. Who the hell was Batman then? George Clooney. Oh. Yeah. Clooney, can, I love... forget cl- about that movie. Who was the other one? The other one you mentioned? Batman
0: Forever. That was Val Kilmer.
1: Uh so we're gonna, we're
0: gonna um, a couple, couple. I think around April when we talk about ninety-one films, we're gonna get, we're gonna cover The Doors, because I, I love oh, Val
1: Kilmer's awesome in that movie. Yes. Are you was. gonna do Point Break too? We should. You we should, because it's got Keanu, Patrick Swayze, and
0: Val Kilmer. And Val Kilmer, I know. I, we should really How up.
1: happy do you think the ladies were to see Point Break and those guys <laughs> surfing?
0: <laughs> Playing football in the sand. You talk They're about like... Legend
1: of the Fall. Legend of, like, really? I know. <laughs> and that's all we got, folks. We leave it with that. Val Kilmer, Keanu Reeves, and yeah. Patrick Swayze with their shirts off, parachuting. Is it skydiving? That's what Sky it is. Skydiving. And yeah. surfing. Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting for the remake on that one.
0: Oh, they did one. It was bad. Did they really? They did one. It was, it's forgettable. Should, Who's in should, it? I don't, we don't even ever have to acknowledge <laughs> it exists. Point Break uh, is one of those to just leave it alone. My God, just leave it alone. It fits. So, yeah. well, Joe, thanks for coming, man.
1: Thanks for having me, Nick. It was fun. Um, Hopefully, next time I come back, or I mean, if I'm invited back, we can yeah. talk about the film that we made. Yeah,
0: we should. We we can't now because the Z-Fest
1: empire has put a kibosh on us doing that. Because Um, that's how good the movie is, Cycle? (laughs) Wait for it. Z-Fest doesn't want us to talk about it because it's that good and they have to show it first.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Joe, as you know, uh, it's not over to the guests. Say it's over. It's
1: over. (laughs)